No, actually, I think that was uh, Bill O'Reilly. Yes. When he was oh. doing a current affair. Yeah, fuck it, we'll do a live. And speaking of live, now we're live. <laughs> I have the volunteer vixens here. I got Jesse and Maddie. How's it going, ladies? Hello. Good, Good to talk to you I felt like again. it's been a long time since uh, since we spoke. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I was thinking absolutely. to myself, I was like, oh, I need my vixen fix. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're happy to oblige. <laughs> and here we are. Maddie uh, Maddie has uh, big news. She recently just got married. Yay. So big yep. congrats to that. And I was telling Thank her you. right before we came on, uh, she needs to hurry up with that baby making. So yeah, we need Jesse needs to become the cool aunt. I know. <laughs> exactly. Yep. No, I can't wait to have kids. And I get to be the bad influence, Uncle. Perfect. Yeah, I love our, our motley crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, today we're going to learn how to make explosives. <laughs> and he, kids, here's also how to uh, search for those instructions and not get flagged by the FBI. <laughs> right, exactly. Because <laughs> it's all it's important. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's like, well, oh, well we found this, uh, this anarchist cookbook right here. No, 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 don't read that. That was written by a fed. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> You're going to end up blowing your face off. We don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break out this old SAS manual <laughs> from the 1950s. It's still good, you know. Yeah. Jesse, do you have any uh, any equally big news on your end, or just uh, still living life? I got a new car. Got Ooh. a new car. Oh, yeah. exciting! Yeah. All right. What kind of car? Give me the deets. Um, we got a Mitsubishi Outlander. You know what? Actually, not bad. Twenty-two. The new one. So. Wow. Uh, the 2022? Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, not bad as far as uh, new vehicles go. It's mm -hmm. basically just a uh, rebadged uh, Nissan Rogue, but that's okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit bigger than that, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, one thing that most people don't know is I actually go out and test drive new vehicles all the time. So I have like a working relationship <laughs> with a bunch of salespeople around here, and they hate my guts because I come in and just waste their time for 45 minutes. Ooh. But they can't <laughs> say no, right? No, they can't say no. They, they can't. I just come out and test, test drive their vehicles and, you know, just like, all right, yeah, that was fun. I'll, I'll, I'll see you next uh, couple months. <laughs> Maybe something else might uh, might uh, tickle my fancy, like the uh, new Toyota Supra, which is worth worth the $80,000 because I had fun test driving that vehicle. Let me tell you. God, that's a price tag. <clears throat> yeah, not cheap, but uh, very good uh, little sports car. And it was uh, kind of fun because when I went and told the... Uh, the sales rep, I was like, uh, by the way, I'm going to take a very hard start, uh, very hard stop. So I'm going to weave in and out of traffic. I might <laughs> take a turn at speed. So I hope the traction control is really good on this vehicle. I hope we're ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just kind of laughing it off like, oh, oh, sure, uh -huh, whatever. Uh -huh. <laughs> so of course, I was like, oh, yeah, fun. there we go. We chirp the tires. <laughs> But yeah, that's probably the uh, the best thing that I ever uh, test drove in uh, recent memory was the uh, the Kia Stinger, which a lot of people just kind of overlook. It's like a uh, four door sports car sedan type thing, and it had a V eight in it and everything. It was uh, it was fantastic. I was like, oh man, quick Google I ever get that? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> doesn't look uh, doesn't look like you'd uh, expect that from it. Yeah, when you look at the Kia Stinger, it's like, okay, this is some kind of Korean uh, jalop. But uh, yeah, when yeah, you get behind the wheel, it's got that nice little V8 growl to it. And you're like, oh, something else is going on here. So not too bad for a reverse engineered Toyota, I'm sure. 
But uh, anyways, guys, I'm just getting over the vid in case you can't tell. Got oh, really? You yeah. Great. How, how did you survive? <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, die. I know. I, I should have just like burst into flames, right? Because that's, what, that's yeah. what happens when you catch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And yeah, then so was, like get thrown on a ventilator. Because... Yeah, immediately go to the hospital. And then yes. they, uh, they call the funeral director while you're there. Yes. And yeah, they like, no, they no, prepare to cremate you <laughs> immediately. Yeah, so it was just really funny. Just like everybody in the office uh, came down with it, and then I was like, "Well, you know, go get tested." And I was like, eh, "I I know I feel like crap, but do I have to go get tested?" And it was like, "Yeah, just so everybody knows." I was like, "Okay, crap." So I go down there, and they go, uh, "Yeah, of course the test was positive." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. well, this sucks." Did you have yeah. Did you have to get vaccinated for your job? No, no. Luckily, the uh, the new job that I have, they're like uh, very cool about that, and you know, almost wish that I don't. And so I was like, yeah, that's like, uh, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, previous job I had was a federal contractor. So the mm. day that I quit for this job, they were talking about. I was like, well, you know, the president just came out and said you guys are gonna have to do it. So we're looking at that. And I was like, I was like, I hope your legal department uh, is fully aware that not everybody they can take those. You know, yeah, yeah. and that they deserve to have the hammer brought down on them for trying to force people to do that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jason Booth already starting up with the Ajita. Uh, The real (laughs) Eric died of the coup, and this is the Fed replacement agent Eric. Agent Eric. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, thank you, Jason, for warning us. (laughs) There's no Fed that's cool enough to use the K spelling. So I'm just going to say that. (laughs) That's good to know. We know another Eric with a K. Yeah, there, there's there's a few Eric's running around since the late 70s. It was the most popular name of uh, like 78 to 82 or something like that. So <laughs> all of us Gen Xers is like Eric's and Jennifer's all over the place. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I made it through the coof unscathed, sort of. I still have like a little bit of a scratchy throat, but that's about it. So what are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> I took absolutely nothing, nothing, okay. not a single thing. I didn't take, uh, I didn't take the, the Iver, uh, stuff, stuff that you can't say online. Uh, I didn't take any of the other stuff, uh, no other kind of vitamins or whatever. I, I took aspirin one day because the, uh, body aches were, that was, that was about it. But I was like, yeah. uh, I'm just going to write it out and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, good for observational reasons and like i said you sound fine so i wouldn't have guessed that you just came out of sickness oh yeah yeah yeah. and let alone the plague you know (laughs) yes the worst plague known to mankind ever yeah 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 i gotta love it yeah so it's like so the omicron variant is just like nothing so if you guys catch it eh, i think yeah at this point (laughs) i think i did but i didn't test and didn't like kind of care enough and avoided um contact and i think i had it because then i started getting everybody else's like um experiences with it as literally everybody was saying that they had it and i was like yeah i um i said to our jesse's my group chat the other day i was like i honestly felt like that monkey meme where it's like side eyeing (laughs) i was like is that me (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I do want to uh... take, um, I want to get the antibody test soon just to see. But, yeah. Um... I mean, at this point, I think everyone's going to catch the Omicron uh, variant, even if so you had too. it before. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was fairly certain I had it in December of 2019 when I lived up in Dallas. 
Because mm-hmm. that one, it was like the, you know, the whole no smell, no taste or anything. And then uh, yeah. a couple of years later, then I catch like the weird mutant of it. So, yeah. Which uh, my symptoms were pretty, uh, pretty on par with everybody else's. It was like body aches, fatigue. I didn't really have a uh, temperature the whole time. It was like I was running like 98.9 the whole time, which is like nothing. So Yeah, pretty normal. Yeah. And it was like one day you get a scratchy throat and a... And a and that was it. And I was like, okay, well, this is just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I honestly, um, Jason, it's still again, uh, I took delivery pizza and uh, toaster waffles for a week. I felt like a bad sinus infection with some body aches, no smell, taste loss, no cough, no fever. So yeah, pretty simple, <sighs> pretty simple. So basically he's saying that to get over the Omicron, just, take delivery pizza and waffles and you should be okay. <laughs> That's right. Sounds That's good. medical advice. <laughs> Sound. Yep. So everybody yep. needs to stock up on waffles. Yeah. Because supply chain shortage. Look, good <laughs> quality waffles. You know, okay. Yeah. We're not going for we the great cho- Sam's choice waffles from the Walmart. Great value. No, no, no. We're going to need actually like, spring God, for God, the, waffles. for the egos. Yeah. And it, you know, if you, I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe the energy required to make your own Belgian waffles might not be there, but, um, yeah, especially with the fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't live alone, right. You know, have the wife oh, make yeah, you nice Belgian waffles. No, that's, <laughs> that's the dream right there. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to learn to do that. Yep. So you'll have to get used to that uh, nice Southern word. Sensuous babe. <laughs> since she's up, make me some waffles. Oh man. Since she's up. <laughs> That's good. Doctor with a K. So we're doing the German. Yeah, yeah I doctor? guess so. <laughs> Might get really weird if we start speaking like Germans. I definitely can't. Like I won't even pretend. But that will be the next variant. Everybody's right? going to start speaking German. Mm. 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 Deutsch, yeah? That would be a little too yeah. suspect. Wie geht es Ihnen? Gotta love that one. <laughs> I, I catch people with that one around here. It's just <laughs> just do those like uh get to scene and then I was like, What? I was like, I would just ask how you were doing, that's it. <laughs> I guess I could have shortened it to Viget. Yeah. That works too. It sounds a little less like it, it doesn't sound like you're <laughs> like you care. It sounds like you're saying I'm gonna kill you, but yeah. It's German. Everything is a threat to your life. You know? Yeah. So even when you're like saying the nicest thing, it just sounds like I will slit your throat. Yeah. Like Same for instance. Russian. Yeah. So, so for instance, <laughs> I love you in German. Ich liebe dich. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. My personal favorite butterfly It's like in every other language. It's, it's so beautiful. Like in Italian, it's farfalle, you know, in uh, French it's papillon. And then in German it's schmetterling. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Something went wrong. It's like, why Schmetterling? Really? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Ambulance, (laughs) Krankenwagen. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sick wagon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hospital, Krankenhaus. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) What's with the first syllable of those two words? That's an interesting uh, (laughs) What I'm hearing. It's like, I believe that you're trying to take care of me and take me to the hospital, but why is why does it sound like that? Why does it sound like something's wrong? <laughs> yes. 
I instantly fear for my life, as you should. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, these days you should, honestly. Like, the hospital couldn't be a scarier place considering, um, you know, what they want to chalk you full of if um, you test a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then if you try to do the right thing, then they end up trying to take your license. I saw that, uh, it was, I believe it was somebody in your neck of the woods over there in Maryland uh, was getting threatened with losing their license and having to go through a uh, psyche eval because they were trying to te- uh, treat the uh, the coof with the uh, with the uh, Iver, you know, what's her offer. And I the, think uh, you're talking about um, maybe it, his name might be Paul Merrick and he's part of the FLCC and I think if that's the guy, he's in Norfolk, Virginia. So somewhat close, but um, yeah, no, I mean, he's not alone. There's plenty of people that are um, having their licenses uh, severely come under scrutiny. um, Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of, scary and that german yeah the one that's a german (laughs) accents and uh all that we're talking about you know feels uh pretty close so that's why i say the next variant will literally turn us into nazis yeah just saying (laughs) not to just start goose stepping for no reason (laughs) (laughs) yeah all of a sudden i'm just very rigid (laughs) it's the clotting it's the spike protein (laughs) It's kind of like that scene from uh, from Doctor Strangelove where he's uh, trying to keep his Nazi hand down to do the salute every time. <laughs> he's like, he always wants to put the right hand out, and then he's like, he's trying to. You know, oh, not, not today. Yeah, that, that was always that was the greatest thing. Uh, let's see. Oh, I think this was it. It was a uh, Doctor Mary Tally Bowden, M.D. Oh. And she was uh, suspended for anti-vax views. No, that's not it. <clears throat> but she's still in a hospital, which she should. But Good. I want to say, yeah, it was in Maryland somewhere that the uh, that there was a doctor. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Doing show prep on the fly. Gotta love it. I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah you said Mary you Bowden. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, suing a, a hospital for uh, being anti-vax, I guess, but. Uh, I think it was more this one. It was like doctor's license suspended after treating COVID with ivermectin. And this oh, is on Maine. the Daily Mail. Yeah. A oh, medical board Maryland. in Maine. Yeah. 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 I heard about that. <clears throat> yeah. So Maine's board of licensure and medicine voted last week to conduct a deeper investigation into Dr. Merrill Ness from mm. Ellsworth. Yeah. Suspended her license for 30 days and have her undergo a psychiatric evaluation because, you know, you're crazy if you go against what we say. Yep. Yeah, that's terrible. Awful. And so she's 70 years old herself. So like, yeah. you know, if she were to have believed just the mass hysteria, she should be dead by now. Yeah, um, exactly. And mm-hmm. not that actually like any of the actual doomers um, ever distinguished or um, differentiated the risk for different yeah. demographics, you know, like elderly people being actually pretty high risk. And, uh, but, um, yeah, so if she's 70 years old, that means she's been practicing this for a long time. And uh, I think we can uh, leave her to make her own decisions. Um, yeah, the whole psychiatric evaluation thing, that just, that irritates me more than any, any, of the, any of the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, how many people have died from taking ivermectin? It's like literally less Minuscule. than a thousand or something like that. I don't Minuscule. think there's been any, right? I mean, unless they've combined it with some 
Do you else. mean like the history of ivermectin? Yeah, it's oh, like that. Yeah, even that. Yeah, I that mean, gained FDA it, approval in the sixties. So. Yeah, and it's been you know, it's been uh, prescribed like billions of times. Yeah, and then how many people have died in the last two years from being ventilated? A lot. Oh, quite a bit. I'm not even no. sure. I'm just saying, like, if you just do some just basic, basic critical thinking, idiot math. Like, yeah, I'm not could smart. Deduce I can't do that. Math. Maybe um, you would much rather take your risk with taking ivermectin to see if it works because the you know, let's say worst case scenario, it doesn't do anything at all. Yeah, but not doing anything and then ending up on a ventilator might be a bigger risk. Well, especially because you're they're specifically telling people to do nothing. Like yeah. that, that's oh, been the prescription from the beginning. Like, don't do anything. But like, once you start failing to breathe on your own, then come to the hospital, and you know we'll throw remdesivir at you. Which means like they start this intense viral protocol, like ten plus fourteen plus days into your sickness, you're already completely virus ridden. Right. Yeah. And it's probably over. Late it by that point. Yeah, it's you're definitely too late for like an antiviral to um yeah do what a very ineffective antiviral is gonna do yeah and then they throw you on a ventilator they usually tell you with the flu even um you they don't even bother giving you tamiflu because after 48 hours because it won't do anything it won't shorten it or do anything for you so the point it would miss the boat yeah so i mean with just the basic understanding of the flu um you would start treatment early but yeah. with covid we don't do anything until you're dying basically <laughs> yeah it was like the uh the peter mccullough interview on uh rogan when he was like oh, well we were trying to come out and uh try to create all of these you know what do we do if we got somebody who we know who just got it and what are the protocols for that and just like all the doctors looked around the room it was like well we're waiting on a vaccine <laughs> it's like wait yeah. what why yeah Uh, i mean as you and your listeners know everything about this approach and what they've done and what we've seen is completely contradictory to everything that's ever been found through scientific study and research and just basic like jesse said common sense observation it's completely turned like a 180 from things we knew in the past and um yeah, I still hate. I haven't heard it in a while, but like what used to really grind my gears was the novel coronavirus. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like the novelty of it just like made everything that they were doing completely excusable. And that was the point. They were, you know, they had to make it an emergency, they had to scare the crap out of everybody and make sure everybody didn't just think it was the flu or the cold or, you know, the common cold. Um, yeah, so I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, they've pretty much given that language up. Like, oh, almost, yeah. Like, with about a year into it, yeah. it stops. I noticed that the news just dropped that moniker altogether. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they know that they're <laughs> yeah. yeah, they know that they're screwing around here. Well, that also, like, it's probably something to do with the fact that as soon as that it's gone now, it's like, how long have we lived with COVID? Like, we've always been in this stage. We've mm-hmm. always been at war with East Asia. Yeah, always. And tell mm-hmm. their friends, and then we can just memory hole everything else. So, yeah, yeah. I gotta love that stuff. Yeah, it was like the, and, and 
Dr. Nass's particular thing with the uh, the psychological evaluation was like, <laughs> oh, you're obviously mentally ill. Why would you? Yeah. Or, uh, I wrote an article for the Libertarian Institute uh, probably over a, two years ago, and I was talking about psychological abuse uh, mm. by politicians and everything. And uh, it used to be very famous that the uh, the Soviet Union would send you to a psych ward if you were just anti-communist, you know, because obviously you are mentally ill if you don't enjoy the, the Soviet utopia that we've built for you here. And then I was even like even going back into the past, like they would uh, declare slaves uh, mental defectives and they would uh, give them a psychological uh, uh, diagnosis of uh, dropatomania. It was like, oh, why would you ever want to flee your, your servitude? I mean, you're getting three hots in a cot and you're well taken care of, you know. And you love your all, life. <laughs> yes, you're 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 obviously crazy. Yeah. So this the so the whole thing when I when I saw it, it was like oh we're gonna send her for a psychological evaluation. It was like ding, ding, that ding. part almost made me throw my computer across the room. I was like I can't believe that we're doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. Are they hoping that we don't know that most people don't even know what, don't. any of that? You know, they're they're banking on most people not even understanding history at all. In fact, I was just telling somebody the other day, um, I remember the there was a series on the History Channel about the Third Reich. It was called The Rise of the Third Reich. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it would just detail, like, the slow progression to the end of the Third Reich, basically. And so the very beginning phases were, you know, just you know, little things, misinformation on the, in the media kind of telling you, like, you know, about and of course, what we've got some... going on here is the, the rise of the fourth break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I just grabbed that off my bookshelf. But if here. you Those... go to YouTube right now and you look that up and you find it, it will give you this big, like warning. We do not, we are not okay with this, this information. <laughs> and it's something that was like on the history channel for years. Yeah. I mean, I remember working in the hospital and it would be on in our break room. Like it was just on the PBS, PBS special or something. Yeah, it was just common information. It would just tell you about how like, you know, at first the economy was going really well when Hitler was in charge and how even like Jews were talking about how great (laughs) Hitler was for, you know, fixing their economy. But, you know, it's like, I mean, a lot of, I don't think they want us to see that kind of stuff because that's exactly what's happening here. Some of that information or some of that stuff is happening here. They don't want anybody else. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't already know that or was taught that or went and taught themselves that because they read books and, um, you know, documentaries and all that, or, you know, just have the stories passed down from their, their relatives, their ancestors, you know, Mm -hmm. if, they want to make sure that okay, that number of people who are aware of that stays extremely limited and everybody else never gets exposed to it or is not exposed to it enough for it to like, you know, come back to their memory or like be recalled at all. So the memory holding. Yes. That's exactly what they're doing. What they're doing. And they make fun of you for comparing what's going on right now to, to uh, Nazi Germany. Yeah. But- yeah it's kind of hard not to see the correlations and uh, it's not just Nazi Germany. I mean, you could even say like, you know, probably the rise of uh, the Bolsheviks, you know, you could say the same thing with that too. Cause it is about dividing people. 
Mm-hmm. And it might even be more similar to that because we're not dividing people based off race. We're dividing people based off of ideology at this point. Yeah. And uh, h- how stupid is it? It's like, it was like, oh, well, you didn't catch the uh, the vax. Well, obviously you're a, you're a mini Republican. I was like, oh, yeah. What? It was a Republican who started this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That drives me yeah. nuts. And that, and all these idiotic people talking about how their Trump is going to run again in 2024, and they're just like so excited about it. Yeah. And I'm like, happy y'all don't even want to take the vaccine. And if y'all pay attention to anything, he's been talking about how great it is. Yeah. yeah. Even very recently. <laughs> yes. You know, when he got booed for it. Boot, and yes. Like, even did he get boosted? Um, I can't yes. remember. Yeah, there's like uh, some things going on with him and uh, DeSantis now where he wants DeSantis to disclose if he's been boosted. Hmm. Because he knows that DeSantis is going to make a problem for him in in Florida. So if he tries to run again. I hope DeSantis doesn't try to run for president. That would be such a dumb idea. No, he needs to stay emperor of Florida and that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the president doesn't even have that much power. So let's just be real. Well, they're not supposed to. Yeah, Senior Poopy Pants is definitely uh, <laughs> is yeah. definitely uh, showing up with him with his fake hands and everything. So it's oh my god! Yes. There's every time I see him getting on and giving a speech, and it was like you're just looking for the uh, the handlers in the back. It was like okay, when are they gonna jump up there and give Where him the a puppet shot strings? Of, yeah, <laughs> when are they gonna give him the shot of B vitamins? <laughs> <clears throat> It's like, I mean, like, I hate to say this, but it's like when they were shooting up Hitler with methamphetamines to keep him, like, <laughs> Oh, functioning. my God. We really like, are I guess I'm going to be that person on this podcast today. You have to be. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, Jesse's a little older I than me. I brought it all. I'm bringing it up. I'm sorry. And Jesse's very, very educated and all this stuff. So I think you have to be. I know a lot about Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> I know a lot to, about them too. I mean, I'm half German, <laughs> I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. They were here way before all that stuff started. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, um, yeah, I've got this Jim Mars book. It's like Rise of the Fourth Reich. And uh, it just kind of outlines like, yeah, the Nazis weren't beaten in World War II, they just regrouped in the United yeah. States. Well, that so, and yeah. like the EU, like, that oh yeah, big time. Need to be a pretty similar conquest. If we're going to go down like less genocide, hole. but I mean, let's keep going down this rabbit hole cuz like look at Angela Merkel. Uh and then yeah. look at a picture of Hitler. Oh, look at you, look at you pronouncing <laughs> her name correctly. <laughs> I well I and I know Merkel. German a little bit. You know German a little bit? I'm Bishin, yeah. Yeah. Venus, zu Venus, very little. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I probably know a lot to be dangerous. How about that? Or maybe to talk to a two-year-old or something like that. <laughs> no, I've uh, I've trying to learn uh, Russian too, so I, I I get a lot of pushback on that one. I was like, yeah, when you speak Russian, you sound like a little baby. I was like, oh, thanks. I guess. That's interesting. <laughs> a baby Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Still murderous. <laughs> I mean, okay, so now you're you're like you know German and Russian, so that yeah, makes you like yeah. really double, bad, double threat. Yeah, as I like to say, my Spanish is probably way better than anything else. But that's just because that's what I live around. So it's uh... yeah, yeah. 
that one always gets kind of fun because then you're just like you just let the let the Mexican guy know. It's like I know what you just called me. <laughs> I know that word, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's keep Madre out of this, if you don't mm. mind. <laughs> mm. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about then. Yeah, Spanish is the only language I can speak. And so one summer when I um, bartended at the beach, I um, like the kitchen manager and I, little this little precious little guy named Jesus, he and I would basically shit talk everybody else because he and I could speak Spanish, but nobody else in there could because they were all like eastern european and and um oh, oh no <laughs> and just you know other <laughs> so it was a good good tactic yeah if everyone wants to get uh, woke and everything uh yeah don't go don't work in a kitchen anywhere because that's oh, like the no. Uh... <laughs> no room for wokeness in a no. kitchen at a restaurant <clears throat> but honestly like i i kind of love that um when I like when I did work at the beach for so many years, just the kitchen staff was literally like walking into the UN, except nobody was like an asshole. You know, everybody was kind yeah. of just cool. They were all cool with each other. They worked their asses off. And then, you know, it was just it was really cohesive. Like everybody was spoke different languages, like could barely speak English was the main theme. Right. Um, but everybody just did their job, um, made their money relaxed at the end of the night with a you know their shift drink and came back the next day for it yeah there you go yeah so jason booth again uh eric the red 2.0 hmm i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm not discovering any new lands so i'll just leave it at that <laughs> all right we'll keep us posted though if you do if you yeah yeah, yeah yeah unfortunately that's been my nickname since high school it's it's just going to stick. Your name is Eric. You got red hair, built kind of yeah. like a Viking. You're just, you're going to be stuck with it no matter what. Yeah. I think like there's worse. a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot worse nicknames you could be stuck with. That's right. Uh, in 1998, when I joined the army, I looked a little bit too much like Vincent D'Onofrio. So I got labeled private pile very quickly there. And I hate that. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Adam Nutter brought that up on the, uh, on one of my recent episodes and I was like, Oh, fuck you, man. No, no. <laughs> How dare you bring that up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in 1998. Leave it alone. But, uh, yeah, there you go. A different world, man. Yep. So, uh, as, as far as people have been trying to push this stupid thing as, as far as it'll go, uh, we definitely got some victories because the the Supreme Court, despite uh, Sotomayor claiming that there's a hundred thousand kids on ventilators and everything, uh, if, yeah. Are we like was, piss? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, you want to okay. say piss, shit, fuck, cunt? Go for it. I was, yeah, I was gonna say she's a dumb cunt. So yeah, very, <laughs> much, very much so. Yeah, so it was really funny because the uh, the mainstream media came back and said it's like no, there's actually like thirty three hundred. <laughs> And it was like, wow. I mean, they wouldn't have done this like 18 months ago. And those are kids that are probably sick with a bunch of other things going on, too. So Yeah. Sick yeah, with the McDonald's, definitely. mostly. And that's still got to be an exaggerated number. Oh, yeah. It's all There's over. No way. Yeah. 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 I was just even breaking down the numbers and everything. It was like, well, <laughs> and every time that I, I hear it was like, oh, well, you know, this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. The, all these unvaccinated people. It's like, wait, what are you considering to be unvaccinated? Is it people who haven't had both of their shots? And They've like only a had one. Yeah. 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 
Let me just say this because where I work, I've had to, we've had an outbreak of COVID. And so I've had to do tons of COVID tests over the past couple of weeks. Every mm-hmm. single one of the kids that I tested that tested positive, got sick, were vaccinated, even boosted one of them. So I mm-hmm. think it's, I mean, of course you can't say that, you know, your own experience is scientific, but I mean, what I have to kind of trust what I see with my own eyes. Yeah, anecdotal evidence is still evidence. Yeah. And yeah. sufficient amounts of this anecdotal evidence all being the same thing, you know, it right. really adds up. It, they're trying to discredit, again, like what we're seeing and experiencing for ourselves because, it, you, you know, that just can't be true. I, so I'm in deep blue Maryland and I, I work in the science medical field, science medical legal field. So it's like, you know, intelligentsia elites laptop class and so i know way more people with and just my peers too you know like it's really only my family that's uh, the unwashed and so we everybody we know who has covid right now is vaccinated and or boosted as well so it's just like it's the sheer numbers game so it kind of just goes back to like that those things didn't do anything positive for you all and um it's amazing how many are so thankful for to have received it because they otherwise would have died and been on ventilators. And it's like, okay, guys, back to the dumb math thing. So <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain because I've been tracking this this whole time. And even using their inflated numbers, the worldometer or whatever, like COVID mm-hmm. counts. So it's been tracking for the world this whole time, um, you know, like the active cases, the resolved cases and the deaths. And so of the active cases, it also breaks down for you, like what percentage is considered a severe case. It has always been below 1% right. of cases worldwide that is considered severe. But nobody yep. knows that. No. Only we do. Only us crazy <laughs> lunatics know that. Less yeah, than that 1% kinda... of the worldwide COVID cases have been severe quote-unquote severe whatever that means yeah and i and i hate the fact that otherwise very smart people it's like i was like well what do you think happens when when you catch it It was like well automatically you go to the hospital or highly highly likely yeah highly likely you're gonna die i was like what do you think the infection fatality rate is and it was like well it's obviously 30 percent there's no way we would have gone through all of this if it wasn't that odd. i was like no it's 0.3 across all the age groups yeah that's what, what i'm saying like, if you look at even no the highest age group who have more likely have more comorbidities they're still doing pretty good too like their recovery rates like 94 percent. they are living like okay i'm again i'm not a numbers person or a math person but like the people, the average American life expectancy is lower than the average <laughs> death rate, like the age of death by COVID. Like, yeah. so the people who are old Maddie, as shit you're not, and dying of COVID you're not a scientist. Are, you don't are living have, longer than like normal people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have do a doctorate either. Maddie, so. do you have a PhD <laughs> in world meter I don't think so. So you're not allowed to say that kind of stuff. How <laughs> dare you? I know. I know. And um, something I noticed recently. Bird. Something. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> not her right now. But something else I noticed recently and um, is that 
speaking of demographics and like the age differentiation and how that breaks down, that's a lot harder to find on the CDC's website right now. So if anybody else has been kind of tracking their sites, like their numbers, yeah, go see if you, if like, as you're listening to this, go see if, um, you know, your experience is the same as mine, but I yeah. used to know where to find this stuff and now I can't. Oh, that makes yeah. it hard. Yeah. yeah. PubMed used to be a very good repository for all that stuff. Cause they had a lot of studies and everything. Cause that's where I got the mm. infection fatality rate thing. And yeah. uh, I took a screenshot of it with my phone while I was reading it. Cause I've been posting that under people who, you know, that do the, <laughs> it was like, Oh, it's 30%. It's 30%. It was like, no, no, it's not, not even close. <laughs> And I was like, and in your particular age group, it's like 0. 0.003, you know, it's like very, very yeah. low. Like you're doing great. Just keep doing that. Don't keep getting injected with shit. Okay, Cam, I'm going to kill you at some <laughs> point. I don't know who these broads are, but I love the redheaded toddler face man. So thank you. Ooh, <laughs> toddler face man with the beard and like you know, all I don't that. know any toddlers that have beards. Yeah, this yeah. is scary, some, scary toddler. That would be. Is that some really silver disturbing. in there? <laughs> yeah, that looks like a pretty uh, non-toddler yeah. level <laughs> beard. <laughs> this this actually depresses me because oh, I used to have sorry, two little that. two little gray streaks on one mm -hmm. on each side, and mm -hmm. it looked very cool, very Orson Welles, and then I just you know, grew together as a gray lump. And now I'm like, Oh, they met in the middle. Yeah. They met in the middle. Oh, well mm -hmm. I earned every single one. And so I, I won't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. They yeah. needed, they needed each other on your <laughs> face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. At some point it's going to go full white and then I'll have to play Santa Claus every year. I just know it's going to happen. So. Um, yeah. maybe you can be the German okay. Santa Claus and that'll somehow be cooler. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Paul Rustak, uh Imagine Cam without his face carpet. Ooh, can't. No, I don't want to. Actually, I feel like I feel like I feel that like would be we've scary. Definitely, we've definitely seen like baby face Cam now. <laughs> have we seen baby face Cam? It's been a while. I can't remember. Cam, Cam did. Cam would have to correct me or not. You know how Cam <laughs> likes to do like the the faces where they of a like as a female. Yes. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? He did one of himself as a female, and it came out like super disturbing <laughs> I, I did one myself yeah i did one myself and i was like because i have that face app thing too and i was like i was instead of looking at it and i was like i look like one of my ex-girlfriends and this is now going to send me down a spiral that it i'm makes not you really question like, like yeah. why you were attracted to her yeah. like maybe you're you like yourself a little yeah. too much i was like this looks like one of the beckys and i'm really really upset with myself at this point <laughs> It's like the killer's song. Like yeah. flashing. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh female Cam is the fourth voluntary vixen. Uh jeez. <laughs> oh no. Vix on. Yeah. Vix on. on. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely misspelled, wasn't it? Man, you know. Maybe. I'm not that much of a grammar Nazi. That's fine. If you want to misspell words, I don't care. It's just English. <laughs> just a regular Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, not at all. I know. Uh, Jason Booth, it's 2022. Eric can self-identify as whatever he wants. Thank you, Jason. That's true. <laughs> Especially if you're going to put on a dress about it, you know? That's right. Right now, I am identifying as an Iowa-class submarine. How about that? 
right. The Vixens got nothing on that one. They're like, okay, whatever floats your boat there, dude. Literally whatever floats it. Yeah. Mm. But I think that's probably about all the time that we got this evening. Uh, Vixens, go ahead and drop all your plugs. Well, um, even though we're, I think we're still shadow banned, right, Jesse? We're still I feeling think so. it. We're still shadow banned on Instagram, <laughs> but you can find us on our main account there at uh, Voluntary Vixens, our backup uh, for the Zuckening. And because, again, we're getting shadow banned like pretty regularly, just, you know, here and there for all our misinformation. Um, Happens but, for the best of us. I'm yeah. Sure. You can also find us on Instagram at Girl Foxes Who Nap. Um, Jesse's clever idea. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse's, we actually just recently acquired the normal Voluntary Vixens Twitter handle, but Jesse's been repping us for a while on Twitter as Vixens Voluntary. And so. But it does put in parentheses, probably Jesse. Probs, Jesse. I know. <laughs> She's very clear about it. But, yeah. um,. I man the other one, but very not very often because I'm on my personal usually, which is Pet My Maddie, P E T T My Maddie, which of course sounds very inappropriate, and that was the point. It's um, fine. It's fine. It's Twitter. There's been worse things on Twitter. Yes. So. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then, um, if anybody feels like, um, if there's ever anything you want to send our way, um, our email is super easy to voluntaryvixens at gmail dot com. Yeah, there you go. And uh, guys, when I get the uh, the show notes and everything done, I'll, all that will be down below. So uh, thanks for uh, making it uh, funny, making it weird on this uh, on this Tuesday evening. Uh, Want you guys have a great rest of the evening. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, you too. See you all soon. Right.